Shira is in honor of Okay. So we said last night the earth shaking Yisoid in in the in Brachas, which means most of this parak, especially the part we've discussed until now, is discussing changes to food and their effect on the brach. That you know you can have a food because, like we always say, the basic foods don't have any shadows. You know what you make on an orange? Ha'etz. You know what you make on a chocolate chip cookie? Zainis. The problems become when your chocolate chip cookie doesn't look like a chocolate chip cookie, or your orange doesn't look like an orange, that's when, that's when we have shadows. And that's been basically the discussion of this parrot. When weird things happen to foods, what bracha changes does it affect? And of course, every weird case that we have, we then understand the underpinnings in the Yisaitis, what causes a bracha to, what causes a food to get a certain bracha, and, th- and that's been basically the mahalaf of the parak so far. So last night we discussed um, vegetable soup, cooked vegetables. We said, Mara said, that cooked vegetables uh, or vegetable juice, even cooked vegetables, even vegetable broth, is a hadoma. In extreme contradistinction to cooked fruit, fruit juice, fruit soup, which is a shahakul because it's zeyabalba. And that was last night. Based on that, the Gemara asks the following Shiloh, we are four lines, five lines, before the lines get wide on Lamites Amid Aleph. Boyer of Papa. So Papa Gefrek, the following Shiloh. Maya de Shivs. Dillwood. So basically what's going on is like this. Back in the day, you know, add this to the million things on the list of thank God you live in 2021. So back in the day, where'd you get water from? You got water from the creek in your backyard. Now, so for instance, let's say you lived on like Falstaff. So you'd go to Western Run and you'd get your bucket and you, you'd fill it up, and you'd bring it back to your house. Or, you know, if you lived here, you, you know, I think, I think where we park across from Shul, behind that, there's like a stream. So if you lived here, you, you'd go take your bucket and fill the stream. That's disgusting. You'd probably die if you drink it. So fine, so you boil it. So the boiling may kill all the bacteria and stuff, but it still tastes disgusting. And you want to drink it. So what they used to do in those days, they used to take an herb, in this case, dill, because if you look, Rashi translates Sheves. Rashi translates Sheves as as the shivsi yarek shenaisna be maat be kedera lematek be almov lelacha anit belaz. In French, it's a n e t h. If you Google a n e t h, it's dill. Or if you don't believe me, look on the <coughs> package of that like dill cubes that they sell in some market. It says in the French. And so they used to take a sprig of dill, cook it in the water, and what it did was it blunted the disgusting taste of the disgusting water. So now we have a great shot. Are you drinking water, or are you drinking a weird form of vegetable soup? The nafkamina would be what broth do you make on a glass of water? Why don't you just say it's like the kemach, and it's only the purposes of the picking, in this case. Okay, well, because we have to see. In other words, is the, is the point of the dill 
a negative removal, in which case you end up net net zero, or is the point of the dill to add a positive taste to the water, in, in which case you have you have a rare case of ha'etz water. Do people eat dill? You put it in your chicken soup. But I'm saying dill as a food, no. But this is the way to eat dill. Good coleslaw recipe with dill. With dill, yenner coleslaw. Not eating dill by itself. Yenner kind of cucumber himself, but not like the sweet one. That kind. You're not eating by itself. By itself. Says the Gemara. So buyer of papa, Maya de shivse, ma ma. Lintuke tama avdi, is it there to sweeten the taste? In which case it's a positive influence, in which case it will warrant a bracha. It's like vegetable water, vegetable soup. Or is it simply to remove the disgusting zuhama and, and to cause the water basically to be flat, in which case you don't make a bracha because it's, it's mama should say, it's, it's soaking up the bad taste. So the Gemara brings Araya as Why can't people? We want to know, like, what's the general consensus? It's either or. What does the Velt do if you, if you would pull the Velt? What's the Velt's thought? Toshma, Hashemes, the dill, Mishanas Natan Once it gives flavor to the pot, Einba Mishum Truma, it is no longer Truma, and it's no longer So we've done this many times in the past. If you want to know the classic proper typical use of a food, go to Truma. Because Truma, you're not allowed to ruin Truma. And Truma is like a very good barometer of what is the food's use. So says the Gemara, if you put dill in the water, once the dill, check out the Shrach uses gives its flavor, <coughs> then it's no longer truma. It's like a used tea bag. A used tea bag is no longer effective. So Mamela, once you use the, the dill in the in the soup, Mishanasnatam Bikidera, Amy Misham Truma, it's no longer truma. So it doesn't have Kedusha's truma, it can become tame. And besides, it's not even a food. and it can't even become tame like a food. But the main, so that's a very important din, but we're mainly after the Lashen that the Mishnah used. Shema minelem, tuke tam avdila shema Says the Gemara, we see from here, it is a positive use of the food. Lim tuke tam, it is there too, because it says, misha nos natam. The, the Lashen that the Mishnah uses, when it gave its flavor to the water, not when it had its use in the water. Not when it removed the negative. When it gave its flavor to the water, then it becomes, it becomes useless. But we see that the use of dill is a positive giving of flavor, and therefore the answer to the shaila is you would make a real bracha that purified water using dill is vegetable soup. And when you go to the fridge and take a, cold, a, gla- a, a glass of cold water, you would make a hadama on your glass of cold water, because in effect, you're eating chilled vegetable soup, gazpacho. What if you had black pepper in the water? Or parsley or anything. Yeah, I know if you cooked it, yeah, yeah. If it became made dill. Like, put black pepper in their hot soup, right, to give it flavor. So you're talking, so that uh, no, so that's a tava. That's inherently a tava. Why is this not a tava? Because this is giving taste to the whole water. That's what Tavon is. So, so may, well, let's talk about what we want to talk about last night, but it's really negative now. Let's see if this does anything for you. 
So this brings to the fore the question of tea and coffee. If dill giving flavor to garbage water, which you don't specifically want dill water, you just don't want ichi water. If dill causing the water to be drinkable is gairim, a bracha of the dill, why is coffee and tea? Which is a lot more than that. I don't just want hot water that doesn't taste bad. I want tea in the morning. I want coffee in the morning. So I want the flavor of the coffee, of the beans, in my water. So would one make a hadama on, would one make a hadama on his coffee and tea in the morning? We said last night the Berhetev brings the Halachas Ketanis, which is the Maran Chagiz, the Panamiris, both Gidele Achrenim, early, early Achrenim, that say, Medina, you should make Hadama on coffee and tea. They say, the Berhetev says, Lamaisel Elam is not known. So the question is why? Why, if dill water becomes Hadama, why doesn't coffee water, Hamachana coffee, or tea water, Hamachana tea, why doesn't tea and coffee become a Hadama? The water was undrinkable before they do. Yeah, but no, the, the, the Gemara rejected that far. The Gemara said, if that would be the case, that it's simply to bring the water up to, to par and make it drinkable, then you talk about make a bracha. It's Mishan Nas Natan, it's because it's an elevated zah. It's better than just, it's better than just purely, plainly drinkable now. So the Mogad Avram says a Yisoyed. Is there an issue whether it's a drink or a soup? Oh, so th- that's, okay, fine. I'll say that answer first. So, so some people say that the answer is that you put it in water and your kavan is to drink it, it becomes a drink and all drinks are shahakal. Whereas a soup, no matter how watery and clear and liquidy the soup is, the, 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 um, the litmus test is, would you dip your bread into it? <coughs> you wouldn't, cookies and milk aside, Drip, dip your, dip your bread. This is the problem. You wouldn't dip your bread in a drink. You would dip your bread in a food. <coughs> Since people dip bread in a food, that's the litmus. That's the litmus. That's an Allah. A soup. I forgot who said this. Yeah, so according to the Magen Avraham. Yeah, dip maybe, but a soup. Yeah. Um, according to the Magen Avraham, right? Not yeah. the time. No, once. Oh yeah, yeah. Once. We'll, we'll get back to the Magen Avraham and say yeah. And those, you know, the the, the anti is saying is that it's a drink, not a food. Okay, so that, that's a good answer. Can we, can we all accept that answer? If you want to know what makes something a drink, not a food, not viscosity, the, because we're dealing with a clear liquid here. No one dips their bread in a drink. People dip their bread in a food. It could be a liquidy food, but it's a food item. It's not a drink. No one, and as you're thinking, what are you talking about? Certain people mop up their gravy with a challah <laughs> at the end. So, so, but gravy's, no, no one ever had a cup of gravy. Think about it. It, it, It's not a food. So if someone would dip their bread into it like they would soup, so Mimela has a dinner of a food. People had a cup of soup. That's the way you get it down because you don't have a spoon, but it's still a food. Varai, people dip their challah into People dip, anything you dip your challah into, anything, (coughs) Shemat Bilen by Pas, is a dinner of a food, not a drink. And therefore, coffee and tea, people don't dip their challah into coffee and tea. Mimela has a dinner of a drink. That is, that is one answer. Is it banafka challah, or is it anything that's past cookies? Right? Yeah, yeah, but it's like... People dip into coffee. Rather, Sheftel used to, but um, is it, 
big every morning. Oh, from his father. Yeah. <laughs> but but I don't know. <laughs> That's what it's called Dunkin' Donuts. Question the development of the soup. That, that, that says no. I, I, I do pechal into soup. After then. Right, exactly. I know people dip pechal into soda. Who? Two year old. Russian heart. Wealthy people. <laughs> you know the difference between a weirdo and eccentric? <laughs> a million dollars. <laughs> anyway. So that that's that's one answer. That, that's the second answer. The answer I was going for is the Magen Avram says, "What's the difference between beer and soup? Beer and, and vegetable soup. Beer is vegetable soup. You, you soak the w- barley in water, and it, it gets the essence of the barley. <laughs> then you you know you ferment it a little bit to get it some alcoholic content. But it, it beer is vegetable soup. Magen Avram says the difference is clear." That when, when something is a clear liquid, it, it doesn't get a din of meishlakas. And therefore, therefore, tea and coffee remain a pourable. So they're tzalo. It's tzalo. Meishlakas are oven. That's the chilek the Magen Avram says. And therefore, tea and coffee don't rank like vegetable soup. The final answer is... The clear doesn't mean white. It means no, no, like like beer is clear also, even though it's all tan. I don't know. That's a good kasha. That's a good kasha. The third tarot says is that when something was inedible at first and you cook it out, like Rabbi Hapfor was saying, what's the Shabbos with sugar cane? It was eight spalma. If something ate spalma, then cooking it, which coffee and tea was eight spalma. You can't eat coffee beans. I've tried it. You bite the coffee bean, it's not, it's not good. It's not like those fake coffee beans they sell, which are good. But as you, coffee beans are inedible. They're eight spalma. So azabi sugar is really a tree. But since, in its natural form, it's eight fa'alma, when you cook out the contents, which are delicious, it becomes a shahako, so too, so coffee and tea. Huh? So is a potato. So is, well, there's a difference between extracting and a raw fruit, and a raw vegetable. We had to say of shlok, because raw vegetables, when they're bad, are shah- if you need a raw potato, it would be a shahako. But when you cook the potato, you're not extracting potato juice from it. Yeah, you have mamash the potato. So that potato, which was an edible raw, is now good cooked. So, so it's a shlok, so you make, you make a, a watchmaker. But if you would extract potato juice from something that's an eighth ba'alma, and never good, which means there's no state that the sugar cane is good. It's not true. Oh, raw sugar cane is bad, but baked sugar cane is delicious. No, baked sugar cane is just as disgusting. So, so that, that puzzles it as a food. Potatoes not puzzles food. It has a good state to eat. Sugar cane never has a good state to eat. Coffee beans, you could cook them, you could roast them. They're never good plain. You, if you grind them and pour water through it, it becomes a good mile. Okay. That is that sugar. Moving right along... To the next major sugya, not as major, but pretty major. Omar Rebchia Bar Ashi, Pas Tznuma Bikaari. 
dried bread in a plate. The dried is, is a red herring. It's good to eat with red herring also, but the dried is a red herring. It's nothing to do with the fact that it's dried. That's not the severe. We're not talking about dried bread. It's, it's delicious. It's 100% edible. What we're talking about is sliced bread. We're talking about sliced bread. We're talking about the last sandwich you ate. Because the last sandwich you ate was two pieces of bread. We're talking about sliced bread. Amr Barashi Sliced bread, you can make a hamaytzi on sliced bread. How would you think not? You don't need to make a hamaytzi only on a shalim. You don't need to make hamaytzi only on a shalim. You don't only need to make a hamaytzi on pas. You can even make. You can even make a hamaytzi on sliced bread. Now, if you read Rashi, that's what it's saying. That's what it's saying. Rashi doesn't qualify. It sounds from the Gemara that you could have thought that you could only make Hamletzi on a showing. Says Tesis, bottom Tesis, and Ramban, no way. That is not even a Hamletzi. Don't even think that. Says Tesis, pasts numa b'ka'ara, v'varach Hamletzi l'achem ratz plik d'rpia. V'im t'aymer, hey chimari. I don't understand What's the case here? In Yesh Shalem Alafanov, if you have a whole challah and you have slices, so I'm reading a Masavach, the Kuliyama, Shalem Adif. Well, everyone agrees. The Shalem is Adif. So you, Taka, shouldn't be making a Hamaitzi on the sliced bread. The Ileka Ela Tsunuma, if all you have is sliced bread, if you're sitting down to a sandwich for lunch, if all you have is sliced bread, how would the Gemara argue in a second? We said before, in a few bought ago, that even mushed challah, even pieces of challah, even French toast, even croutons that get half melted, as long as it has as long as it has the form of bread, you still make a hamaytzi. And here you're actually questioning whether or not you make a hamaytzi on sliced bread. No, no, it's not up for discussion. What's going on here is, if you have a choice between sliced bread and challah, are you able to make a hamaytzi on the sliced bread? And that is... And that is the, that's the choice. Which means, which means, you go, you go to a, a meal. And they have those like terrible H&S little dinner rolls that are disgusting. I would say it about another company, it's like a firm company, I don't want to say it. But like, yeah, like you have like a dinner roll, it's a shovel. And you have like a roll of, a loaf of Stern's rye bread. Gishmaka bread, but it slices. Which one, says Tysus, would you make your hamaytzil? You're at the table. It's not Shabbos. We'll get to Shabbos on Amr Beis. We'll get to Shabbos on Amr Beis. It's a Wednesday night. You're at a guy's house for a barbecue. And he has dinner rolls 
or he has a sliced hot dog bun. He has dinner rolls, or he has sliced corn's bread. Which one do you make hamoitzi on? Rabchia Barashi says, you can make a hamoitzi on the sliced bread. It's fine. Upligidur Rabchia, dam Rabchia, tzarach shetichle bracha im hapas. Rabchia says, no, no. You have to make, you have to make a hamoitzi on a shalom. If there's a shalom available, you have to make a hamoitzi on a shalom. You don't want the shalom. Huh? So you don't want the shalom. That Rebchia is saying tough. Rebchia is saying tough. Which means it's someone that invites you by all everything, by all brachas. It's by all brachas. You want to make it two shalom between bread and onions on a base. Where do we learn a concept that if you have not a whole thing, you don't make the same bracha anymore? Um, because because Rebchia says halacha. That hamoitzi lechem in haaretz, the bracha of lechem, is is talking about a whole bread. And a fruit, and a, Never. Talking, a fruit's talking about a whole fruit. Nope. Why not? Because that that's not that's uh, even a sliced apple is a bird pre haaretz. It comes from a tree. Hamoitzi lechem in haaretz, a special bracha that you make on bread. Rabbi says it's only on bread. So, so again, again, one second. Just one second. One second. Yes. So. The sheet that we pass, no, like, for starting. If all you have is sliced bread in front of you, even though the Gemara sounds like it's saying it's up for discussion, would you make a hamoitzi on it? It's not up for discussion. If all you have is sliced bread in front of you, of course you make hamoitzi on sliced bread. That's not up for discussion. As per Tysus and the Ramban. The Ritva and the Rajma have different ways of dealing with this problem. But as for Tysus and the Ramban, there's not up for discussion. The machlekas here is if you have both available. The Rabbi says, you can make a bracha on sliced bread if you like it better. Obviously, if you like it better, you can make a bracha on the Rabbi argues and says, no, the bracha has to end with a whole chal, with a whole loaf of bread. And of course, Tysus is modifying that to say doesn't mean you can only make hamaytzi on a whole piece of bread, but if you have a whole loaf available to you, that is what you should be making a hamaytzi on and nothing else. Because lechem means a whole thing, but pre does not mean a whole thing. Doesn't mean it's still it's pre it's still the fruit of the tree. Half a grape is still pre it's a lechem is a lechem. Again, but I'm I, saying you know, it's like, the same argument. Pre okay, okay, means shalom. I don't want to say it too strong because because we do bask in you and make on a slice of rye bread, but preferably the bracha should go on pas, not not slices. I, I still don't understand why it wouldn't be the same case by by vegetables. It, it is. It is. If it is, this machlekes would apply if you have a whole cucumber and sliced cucumbers, or for instance, if you have a whole pickle and and, and cut up pickles. You should make, in the first opinion is, if you like it better, you should make it on the sliced pickles. In the second opinion is, if you, if you, I don't care if you like it better, you should make it on the whole oh, pickle. Okay, Asks the Gemara question. And this is, we're going to have to develop this, but ask the Gemara question. Do you ever finish the bracha and the challah is still whole? As you're making the bracha, you're slicing the challah. Maskif lorov, maishna pas tznuma deloi, 
Why did Rebchia reject past snuma? Mishim dechi kakalya bracha. Because when the bracha is done, aprusa kakalya, the bracha is finished on a piece of bread. Ala pas nami. When you have a whole challah, kika gamra, prusa gamra, you're finishing the bracha on a whole piece of, a uh, whole bread. So Rava says, no. Rava says, do not cut the bread while you're making the bracha. Rava, based on Rebchia, Rava, based on Rebchia, says, there's definitely a mile in making hamaytzi on a whole piece of bread. So much so, so much so, that you should make the bracha on the whole challah and not begin to cut it while, while you're making the bracha. Now, we have to develop this more. <coughs> this is the top taisvis. Why is it Rava Pashat? I'll tell you why Rava is not Pashat. Because in those days, the challah was much crustier and the knives were much duller. Pashat. Those days, especially in the time of the Gemara, they didn't have what we have. We're very lucky. We have an oven that you're able to transfer heat because it's insulated. You're able to transfer heat without touching metal. It's a mirror that can your oven can maintain 350 degrees consistently and your challah doesn't have to be touching the walls of the oven. So you develop a challah that if you would an egg would be the same texture through and through. If you wouldn't put egg on your challah, it would be like a cake. Eventually it gets crusty on that side if you leave it in too long, but it's not much a perfect consistency. In those days, and if you watch them make uh, like uh, lafas or eshtanur, they used to throw the, le- the bread, that's why there's radias hapas. They used to throw the bread against the side of the oven. And they used to peel it off. So the bread was really crusty. And their knives stuck. So it was a major deal to get the bread started. So Rava is saying a big deal, which means... The first opinion was, don't worry, make a bracha on a slice. Says Tysus, even when you have a shalom there. The next opinion was, no, if you have a shalom there, you best be making the bracha on a shalom. You better make the bracha on a shalom. So the says, I don't understand. Even when you have a shalom, you're cutting it the whole time. Says Rava, don't. Now, is Rava rocket science? He said, so, so don't do that. Yeah, Rava's revolutionary. Because you know what Rava's causing? Rava's causing a five-minute delay between the end of the bracha and the first bite. And that is terrible. Rav is causing a five-minute delay between the end of the bracha and the first bite. That's revolutionary. That is taking, making a bracha on a shalom to a new level. Which means, the first opinion didn't care about the shalom at all. The second opinion was very respectful of the shalom. But to what point? At what expense? A five-minute hefsik between the bracha and the thing? Says Rav, yup. The difference is the length of the bracha. Huh? You start, the difference is the length of the bracha. No, no, no. The bracha has to finish, then you start cutting. Right, but I'm the, saying... The longer you die in the bracha... If you want to make it on a whole piece, you can't make start cutting before you make the bracha. Yes, you could. That's what it was done before. That knows, like, somehow, when the Gemara asked, I don't understand, you're keeping that din 
of having the bracha on the whole challah. But of course, you're slicing while you're making the bracha. So all you're accomplishing is starting your bracha. You're assuming that it means you're starting to yeah, yeah, keep the bracha. Cal- <coughs> your bracha when the bracha is finished. Right, right, right. So you start cutting during. The yeah, that's what the first opinion said. To which Rubba said, "No, he's right. Good point." Good point. Even when you do that, you're not finishing a bracha on a whole challah. Says Rava, I am taking the opinion which none of you like. I'm taking the opinion which none of you liked and making and doubling down on it. Not only is it such an Indian to make a bracha on a shelling when you could. Again, we're arguing in the first opinion. Not only is it such an Indian to make a bracha on a shelling, I am making a bracha on a shalim even when it comes at the expense of a massive delay in between my bracha and my eating. Why is this so complicated versus like what we do on Fala and Shabbos now? To make a niche. Yeah, you're just making a niche. It's still a shalim. You've already broken through the crust. It doesn't have a five-minute delay then. And then you're fine on all accounts. So so the first person that that came up, the first person that came up with that is the Mogan Avram in the name of the Shlach. Then, hey, we can make everyone happy. But we have, we have, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, we have to so, so, uh, so, uh, so, yeah, so we, yeah, we have, we have to, we have to go through all of that. But 